This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. You've heard us talk about them. They're in, and they're on the website. Absolutely. Our brand new America's Diesel podcast, branded bills, badass, flex fit, performance material, sweat res- sweat stain resistant. It it literally feels like it cools your head. Like, I don't know amazing. how that's possible. Somehow know. it is. Yeah, you can rock it. You know, I'm more of a flat bill kind of guy. You can do that. You can curve it. For all you taco holder guys, you can even throw that in there. Yeah. And then snap back with a little bit of the flex fit. Yeah. Big head approved, small head approved. And it's extremely comfortable. I almost guarantee, you know, I say almost guarantee. No, I guarantee this is the most comfortable hat you will ever wear. And the logo, rubber. Awesome. Yeah. Came out great. Super detailed rubber on there, so it's never going to fade on you. If you want to get one of these in your hands, they are $50 shipped to the lower 48 plus tax, if applicable in your state. Uh, just go on the dieselpopracks.com, search hat, look for the fantastic Jam and Eagle logo, and pick yourself up some before they're out of stock. Yeah. You're listening to America's Diesel Podcast. <laughs> yeah, so uh, my son officially started sandbagging his teacher. Which, oh, yeah, uh, the kid's been <laughs> able. To, he's been able to count to a hundred by ones for nearly a year now, and his teacher finally was doing like the, the half year assessment or whatever. So she sat down and asked him to count to a hundred, and he just straight up said, "I can only go to twenty nine. Wait, so do do we not do an intro? This is the intro. You're part of it. it's live, yeah. right? Oh, this is great. This and, is live action. Yeah, and so she's and and she's looking at him and she's like. Because uh, she knows him, obviously my right. wife's across the hall. It's like I have a video of him when he like had half his teeth and he's like counting to a hundred, and he can count by tens and he can multiply and he can like. And also, I can basically, look. he's a genius. But, uh, he uh, prodigy he's, child. He's freaking smart, but uh, <laughs> I can only count to twenty nine. And 
okay and then <laughs> they get his paper out that he beforehand yeah. they told him to write as many numbers as he could he yeah. wrote all the way to 34 yeah. <laughs> and so, even then it's like, <laughs> listen bitch I know how this game works <laughs> if I give you the smart answers you're gonna give me the hard work yeah nice <laughs> I'm gonna right, sandbag so you, this yeah. son of a bitch alright <laughs> learn him young dick yeah. I love this kid yeah. <laughs> We always told him, like, <laughs> you want people to assume you just don't know how to read. Yeah. That's the level of intelligence you want to portray to people out there. Yeah. You may be a very smart person. Yeah. But I don't know how to read. Yeah. I just guess a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that works. This week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house fuel bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The You've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are, they have, you know, anti-gel in there all the time. They have C-tan in there all the time. They end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons. And that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae. And it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates, it, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it. It'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight eight plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked, and we brought them back. Uh, we did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you, so now you can measure out your one ounce per 32 gallons for the F bomb, or four ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. You can see there's a very handsome man between me and Tyler. If you can't see them, you can hear him, Ash, breathe in the mic. <sighs> That's good. You want me to breathe heavier? Yeah. Like through my mouth, though? Yeah, let's check out that lung capacity. Yeah. That's there. <laughs> it's healthy. Imagine you just took a really, really big bite of really dry crunchy granola and you're just like suffocating for air give me one of those breaths it's like a nutrigain bar <laughs> yeah. yes <laughs> like what's the point of a nutrigain bar it just falls apart on you yeah that's my life drier than the sahara yeah yeah yeah, yeah. this is america's diesel podcast we've got uh asher west in here special guest thanks for tuning in you can check us out on all normal podcast venues uh google play soundcloud itunes spotify by searching america's diesel podcast you can also check us out on the social medias uh we are trying to pump our instagram up we just recently passed a thousand which is awesome that's ran by me so you're not going to get hit with any kind of random stuff probably get hit with probably not enough stuff because i don't post on there enough but we do go live on there just about every wednesday right around 5 p.m pacific time come up here with the boys talk a little bit of shit see what's going on see your projects going on have a good time tyler reviews oh yeah keep those reviews coming in leave a five-star review on any of the platforms that ben mentioned earlier screenshot that and send it to podcast at dieselpowerproducts.com make sure you include a picture of your truck and an address so we can send a decal to it looks just like a logo on our hats and that beautiful eagle behind ash's beautiful face I like that. That's a pretty good logo, really. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, I had a pharmacist. Yeah. <laughs> pharmacist, like, I've been looking for a new puck. I'm gonna keep talking shit about this guy until yeah. he actually listens, and he's gonna. Well, I'm gonna go in there for a prescription, and he's gonna be like, "Oh, every you, every time his dick. accent becomes more apu." And <laughs> like, I've been looking for a new podcast. I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> Never heard of these guys. I don't know. Found this hat on the side of the road. Yeah, that ain't us, cause. <laughs> 
Uh, lastly, if you need parts, if you just pick up, make sure to check out dspotproducts.com. we got tons of parts in stock, ready to rock. If you see that quick ship logo, you can be assured that it is in stock on the shelf, ready to go. And if you are a podcast listener, which if you're listening to this, congratulations to your podcast listener. Make sure and let your salesman know. Or in the notes section of the order, make sure and write podcast. Receive absolutely nothing monetarily expects, except special attention from me should an issue arise. And yes, I do give those special attention. I'm a thousand percent serious. Excellent with it. So good with the special attentions. Mm. Yeah. And if you have questions, if wonder what you're wanting to order, make sure and talk to one of our knowledgeable sales technicians there on the phones, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific time, Monday through Friday. And the very, very last part of the intro is if you're listening to this podcast and you're buying diesel parts from anywhere else but diesel power products, I do want to know why good, bad, happy, or sad. Truthfully, I do want to know because we want to be the best in the industry. And if you're spending your time, which is money, listening to us and not buying from us, there's a missed connection there. So I want to, we want to be the best in the galaxy, man. Yeah. Freaking cosmos. All of it. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. So. The gentleman we have sitting between Tom and I, his name's Ash West. He's been uh, working at the Power Products umbrella since, was it like January, February 15? 2015, yeah. A couple months after you. Yeah, me and Ash are, I consider us the same class coming in after Tyler. Actually, quite a bit after Tyler. Pretty yeah. much everybody's after me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we're like two people. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, funny because a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. I'm just like that. Just that creep in the back that just doesn't go home or something. I don't know. <laughs> There's been a couple of times where people have referred to to like me as like quote unquote OG. Usually it's people outside the company. Oh yeah. yeah. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, yeah, that ain't me, dog. And you start thinking about like shit, I have been here for a while. Yeah. I guess to you, I guess I'm an OG, but like if if I said OG around people here, they'd be like, get out of here, youngin. Yeah. yeah. You don't know shit. <laughs> yeah, but we're like a, part of the established crew. Definitely established. I mean, we're knock on ten years. Yeah, if you're knocking on ten years, that's you're 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 established. Yeah, you could. I would I would say you're getting close to OG. You're getting closer. Getting close. Yeah, Astro West has uh, worn a couple different hats there. Originally uh, came on as a salesman, just like I did, um, and has now branched over and is heading up and is the off-road power products man, like the. As in, there's one. <laughs> and it's him. <laughs> Asper's stress level is like 69,000. Yeah. I wear many hats still. Yeah. I wear many shoes. At least two at a time. Yeah. Sometimes three. But uh, And don't be scared. We didn't bring Ashford on because we just want to make fun of granola. Uh, Ashford does have some diesel experience. He's had a pretty rowdy truck. Uh, he's had a diesel experience with his family um, through... was. Uh, construction or excavation let's just rewind it a little bit yeah i've I've been on this podcast in tyler's seat yeah at the the very very beginning beginning. the very beginning like episode like three or four and and ash did one yeah without you i was in jamaica bar from my brains out yeah yeah yeah. so this isn't like my first rodeo here for a lot of people they probably have they tuned in since then because yeah i sure hope so (laughs) because episode three were pretty (laughs) garbage We were cold garbage. Now we're hot yeah, garbage. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so Ashford, give me the 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 short version of your quick life history. How you got ended up working here? Like how far back are we going? Start from a baby. Like, uh, we start like how I got into. <laughs> I, I was going to say start from when you realized you had a mechanical aptitude, but that was basically when you were about four. So start at four. Start at four. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so my background, my family owned, my grandfather coming out of World War II, started a construction company doing 
dirt work, uh, whether it be building roads, stuff like that, um, just heavy construction primarily. So he started up that just because he's always had kind of a niche for moving dirt, changing landscape. He did it when he was a kid, even for his his mom moving dirt for gardening and things like that. So he always liked it. So when he got out of the war, that's what he started up and became very, very successful with it and ended up passing it down to one of his sons, my uncle. My dad was the lead diesel mechanic there. So he took care of all the diesel equipment, uh, primarily heavy, but a lot of 18 wheeler stuff as well for transportation, service tech, lube tech, you name it. He did, he kind of like me, wore a lot of hats, but, uh, that's how I grew up into it. So I kind of was born on the back of a service truck, riding around, wrenching on things, learning all about mechanics. And he was a big passionate. My dad was pretty passionate on the, on the side as well for just automotive, hot rod, motorcycle, two wheels, Harleys, anything that had an engine in it, he was all about it. So it kind of just came naturally. I just fell into it. But, uh, Moving forward from there, he was also big in the off-road side. So he liked going off-roading. Always had like K5 Blazers and K-Series pickups and things like that. The good stuff. The good stuff back yeah. in the you know 70s, 80s. And then through the 90s when I was born, he had CK-Series trucks and still had older K-Series trucks. So we spent a lot of time in the woods, in the mountains, whether it be on two wheels or four wheels. That's just what we did. And then anytime we were at home, we'd be wrenching on cars, Chevelles, building small block Chevys, just kind of like the the cliche automotive kid where you kind of just touched everything, but uh, sparked interest in me. So I just kind of carried that on when I turned 16 and got my first truck. I got a four-wheel drive Toyota pickup and started modifying it. And then my first job was in the off-road industry at a local shop called Central Four Wheel Drive and became overwhelmingly passionate about it to where I started modifying that rig and then got into it doing work. I was building other people's vehicles. I was doing side work, doing custom fabrication and tube work and building bumpers. And I've been in and out of just about any vehicle on the road when it comes to the engine, transmission, differentials, fabrication, all of the above. But that led into power products. Mm -hmm. So I was at that previous place for, I want to say about eight years. And then I saw a listing here at uh, power products that they were looking for sales tech. I kind of wanted to get away from wrenching on things and just wanted to change a pace. So I applied and got it and here I am. I mean, there's a lot more to it. Than that. yeah, that's... <laughs> that's the 90 second elevator speech. Yeah. Was that when we were off of Sullivan when you got hired? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we were off Sullivan there. So. Yeah. Um, but just a ton of background in just about everything from heavy diesel equipment to automotive to hot rod to a lot of motorcycle stuff and then a ton of time outdoors just off the grid camping doing stuff like that so I just naturally fit well in that that kind of area it comes second hand I don't really have to think about it so I think I bring a lot to the table there and I mean I guess we're all kind of the same here when it comes to stuff like that yeah, a lot of the the same core knowledge on stuff like that, but then we all end up kind of having our own little facets that we're better at. It makes for a very yeah. well-rounded team. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So those crazy Duramax guys, that crazy Indian we got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember when I was uh, like, 
messing around with like four wheel drive rigs because I was like the kind of like some of the well not necessarily the first rigs I was messing with but like in high school you know like everybody wants to go do like a bonfire or whatnot you want to have like a rig that can get up there yeah. I was always scared to go into central four wheel drive I never went in there I've really? never stepped foot in that building yeah. well they're not around anymore <laughs> no I, yeah but it was like I, I don't know if it's the same in the off road industry as it is with like like it's a little intimidating when you like don't have shit you have like a freaking Ford Bronco too. <laughs> you like roll up into there. You know what I mean? Like now right. we kind of like look at people like that. You're just like, oh dude, you need to pick a different rig, you know? Or something. Right. <laughs> but, but like, I was always scared to go into central four wheel drive. Cause I was like, oh, this, I'm just going to get my shit torn up by these people. <laughs> like, they will laugh yeah, about They will laugh about, yes. Uh, yes. When I leave, yes, I'm going to be talked about for at least 10 to 15 minutes after that. <laughs> <laughs> True. False. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, you've had a. I want to talk about your truck, your your single cab for a little bit here, because right. obviously this is a diesel podcast, so we got to make sure we get a little bit of diesel in there before we spiral off into to granola and sunsets and Sasquatch and shit like that. I love talking about Sasquatch. all the stuff I'm super passionate about. Yeah, yeah. well, Tyler, as people know by one of our previous episodes, Tyler is very passionate about uh, what's going on in between Sasquatch's legs. And... No, you brought that up. <laughs> I did okay. not bring yes, that up, did. Corey. <laughs> He brought up the dick size, not me. No, 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 no. I, I brought up whether it was like, do you think it's just like a really hairy man dick or red rock? And you're like, and I oh, said it's, it's a, small. I said it's a small dick. It's small. <laughs> okay, let's clear I feel up. Like we talked about this before, though. Like, like a dog dick, like red rocket yeah. dick. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I guess but so. either way, Tyler's like, uh, I bet she's just abnormally small, though. I think it's a, just a hairy just, small dick. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, let's, let's get past it. It's here or here, no there. We'll talk about that later. Anyways, your diesel truck. <laughs> uh, I actually had a pretty rad single cab, long bit of manual truck we've, we've uh, referred to uh, a couple of times. Uh, in my opinion, it's it's still my favorite like party truck. Ash, tell me about your single cab. Nice truck had two tire or two seats and four tires <laughs> kind of humble about it because it's just another pickup and i don't really uh, i don't know i don't like tooting my own horn but it was, it was a cool truck i mean it had a lot of cool parts on it i don't what do you want me to tell i remember when cooper showed up with that truck because it was cooper's yeah. yeah yeah and we're like he shows up with it we're like the fuck <laughs> like because <I>, <laughs> My favorite story is when Cooper talks about pulling up to his house with that yeah, truck because yeah, like, he's got three kids yeah, and like, he bought a single cab truck and then immediately took out the middle seat. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't, yeah. So I guess let's rewind a little bit here. So the purpose of that truck when he purchased it was we were really starting to blow up in the diesel world and the company was starting to become kind of steamrolling becoming more successful and we were really still those guys still being passionate about the off-road side is we wanted to combine both things which we had a diesel jeep prior to that we had a a, a jeep wrangler that we had a 4bt cummins in and we've dipped into that but really to like hit that truck crowd you had to have a truck so what are your options for a diesel truck that's still capable off-road? Well, you don't think of a mega cab, long box truck, not that they make them, but you know what I'm getting at. But he wanted to grab the smallest available kind of diesel pickup that's still solid axle front and rear. I mean, definitely not a Duramax. So your options were at that time a single cab Ram 
with a 6.7 Cummins. Or you could get one with a 5.9 as well. But he went out and bought a brand new truck. Unfortunately, they did, they did not make them in a short box, which we later made our own yeah. with Howitzer. But uh, that's kind of the story of the truck was to buy a truck that was going to be used for off-road use, the smallest cab possible. And uh, that was the best option, you know, on the market at that time. And then... And a manual. And you really wanted a manual. Yeah, yeah manual. Yeah. It kind of fell in line with exactly what I was looking for when we ended up using it in 2014 Ultimate Adventure. So it did get some some pretty cool parts on it prior to me picking it up. Cooper bought it, kind of decked it out with some some new stuff and some new suspension system uh, and some components that hadn't been out on the market yet. So we kind of did what we do with all of our trucks and demoed some things and at that point he wanted to move on because you kind of got to haul your family and <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> so yeah, I picked it up at that time and carried its legacy and ended up modifying it further than where he had had it and replaced a lot of the parts, which kind of a funny story is when I picked it up is he had started to return it back to stock so that he could actually sell it. So I ended up buying the pickup mostly stock and then, buying all the old parts to replace and put them back on the truck after they were just removed. So, um, yeah. What do you want to know? Yeah. So it was a fun truck. Is a, so single cab, long bed. Uh, I think I had a South Bend dual just clutching it. Is that 16? Is that what it was? It was a 13. It was a 2013. Was it 13? Yeah. Oh, wow. Cause it was that a 13, 2500 four lane Yeah. 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 Um, ended Six, up having seven, a, uh, a 369 in it party. Uh, Stock injectors, stock CP3. Uh, so when I picked it up, intake manifold. Yeah, I picked it up. The engine was 100% stock. The only thing done performance-wise on the truck that Coop did previously to me was a South Bend Street dual disc, 650 horse rated clutch, and it had been regeared. So that had been the only thing done performance-wise. So at that point, I. Replaced all the suspension on it, went back to quad two bypasses in the rear, had some um, three-inch Fox DCs in the front, long-armed. Every possible component you could throw at the suspension was on it. So it was it was pretty rad on the suspension department and axle department for that matter. It was that, sleeve, trust, free that, spin kit, ball joints, everything. Everything you could throw at it. So for those of you, when, when, when he says... 3.0 shocks on there, three-inch shocks. We're talking about like the the shock diameter tube. Um, just for frame of reference, most of you guys rolling around, they're like, "I got big shocks." Those are those are two and a half inch shock diameter guys. Most of you guys are two fives. So those are two. Yeah, those are two. These are three. And yeah. then did you see it fours in the back? It had a three and a half inch quad tube bypass, fourteen inch shock on the rear. There's like a fucking French horn trumpet in the back. Yeah, <laughs> on each side. The rear had roughly, I want to say, 21 inches of travel in the rear. Some soft-ass uh, Deaver Springs yeah, super with a long soft. travel shackle. Soft Deaver Springs that were custom-built for that truck. And then, yeah, had geared appropriately. The truck was on 40s at the time and ran 42s on it for a short period of time. And when I picked it up, I wanted to make it more of my daily driver, so I went back down to a 37 just because I didn't want to cruise around on 40s and eat up 40s commuting. Um, mainly because it would be my, you know, my daily driver at the time. Well, and you, you also took off the super aggressive pl- or, uh, fiberglass, yeah, on the front. Yeah, it and had 
fiber yeah fiberworks front fender so they were like a six inch or seven inch bulge just fender. the biggest fucking bulge you could put on <laughs> it's like cut back all the way to the cab yeah. yeah so to fit this is prior to like aev suspension kits to where they relocated the axle forward so this truck had a synergy long arm kit on it which we did push the front axle as far forward as we could without running into the differential hitting the track bar and all sorts of fitment issues there but um Running a 42, we ended up having to cut the firewall a little bit and do a lot of massaging, mm-hmm. if you will, to the inner fenders to try to make everything fit. But I went with a smaller fiberglass fender on it. It was like a three-inch bulge to just make it more streetable and less gumby looking. And then you made some inner fender liners. It ended up looking yeah. very clean on the front. It was a very, very tasteful glass front end. Yeah. yeah. I didn't finish it completely. I still had filler panels for under the front headlights and stuff like that that I wanted to wrap up but uh I ended up selling it after after kind of getting the body work done but from there yeah I uh I went into the performance side of it and I wanted just like that perfect well-rounded truck like if you could throw unlimited amount of money into drivetrain and performance but still keep it streetable that was my goal um obviously having connections here and having the knowledge that we did helped a ton and a lot of manufacturers helped out as well with the build process but it ended up being a cool truck it was as far as you said a 369 i did everything pretty much single on it i want to do a single turbo i was going to do a single injection pump um pretty much keep it as simple and reliable as possible which was like the whole uh, lack of better words like the mission statement of the truck itself was Mm -hmm. just dependable and reliable i wanted to have the truck had manual windows manual transmission i wanted to just keep everything as manual as you possibly could without going to a 12 valve pretty much yeah but yeah it turned out pretty good um i was happy with it it was a fun truck you got to ride around in it yeah i had some some good passenger time in that truck uh it was fun work that was where i got my first hands on uh doing sort of uh turbo stuff on a six seven and we did the second and swap on it that was fun um but yeah, that, that truck was, it, when it, uh, I remember taking it for a test drive with just the downpipe on it, and uh, <laughs> right after we got the 360 down there, and it's like, you're driving, you're driving, ah, ah! <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh, wow, <laughs> you and I both, oh, oh, that's a lot, <laughs> my goodness, that thing came alive real hard. Yeah, that thing, I don't know what it was, but that truck just. I think it had more to do with a manual because if you threw that same charger on a smaller uh, or like an automatic truck, it mm-hmm. would be total dog shit. Like, yeah, it would it'd be terrible driver. But this truck, just the way between the tire and the gearing, and then the manual trans being able to load up the charger, uh, it was it was incredible. It was a lot of fun. It yeah, would, it would uh, bark thirty sevens, third, fourth gear, and I don't. Truth be told, the reason why I got rid of it is because I kept seeing six, seven Conrad failure and shit blow up and like window blocks. And I was like, I, I got to stop while I'm ahead. I don't have that kind of money at this time to throw into this engine. Uh, my goal was eventually to get it to around 800 horse. And I stopped just shy of 700. I think it did like six, 660 or something like that. Uh, but it, uh, it was a very rowdy 
six and a quarter or whatever. I think it was, it was six six thirty five, six forty. I can't remember exactly what it was, but the torque number was like sixteen hundred. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they drove down. No, yeah. it did like sixteen hundred on the dyno, which was terrifying. And it, it was fuel cutting. It was like pop 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 pop. It was like that is all. Yeah, that it had. Like, yeah. Ash was basically like, I'm selling it after the dyno. I have to like this is. I have to know what it makes, and I have to put it all the way out there. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when you got the tune. I can't remember who you got the tune from. But I remember you saying, "He's like, do not drive this on the street. <laughs> do not drive this tune on the street. This is going to make as much horsepower as humanly possible. Do not drive it on the street." Yeah, I don't mean that because oh, it's too much power. The first like, thing I would do, <laughs> drive it on the yeah. street. <laughs> <laughs> Just drop the clutch. Just, yeah. <laughs> It was, it was a fun truck, though, especially with the suspension and the travel. It was just, like, totally opposite of what you'd expect out of, like, the single-cab long-box pickup with a shit ton of power and ridiculous amount of travel and just bulletproof everything. Yeah. Like, bulletproof axles, just manual trans, like, just drive the snot out of it and don't care. It's like, how fast do you want to go over that bumpy shit? Yeah. It's just, that's, that's your question. Like, how fast do you want to go? In a three-quarter ton truck. Yeah, in a three-quarter ton truck. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, it was a wicked truck, man. I like that truck. That's still, that's still one of my favorites. Was that the truck where he was running the uh, 42-inch Trepidors and, like, breaking yep. lugs off? Yep. Like, yep. the lugs were just flying off the tire as he was on the highway? He on, like one of the 42-inch yeah. sticky traps. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just throwing, just throwing lugs off, <laughs> like beer can size lugs. Yeah, just off that tire. I remember seeing the tire. I'm like, holy shit! Like you weren't kidding, dude. Like just, like just honk a rubber. Bye. That was really the first truck I diesel wise I got to actually dip deep into. I, I didn't actually go into the bottom end of the engine, but pretty much everything on the top end ended up touching and. It was it was an incredible truck. It was a lot of fun to drive, but yeah, I needed something that I wasn't going to break. Which and is we were all uh, we were all in the process of growing up a little bit there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, well, I'm probably going to be getting married soon. The whole kids thing. I know. My favorite part about that <laughs> is I we did a video on that truck on our YouTube, and like my little funny speech was like, single guy, <laughs> single turbo. <laughs> I forget single, single cab, pump, yeah. single cab, like everything yes. is just fucking single. It's I'm and I because I like to party. Yeah, yeah. that was my exact response. And then fast forward six was later. And then I met my wife and have two kids. So single cab was yeah, no more single cab, no more single guy. Yeah, but, yeah, I grew up a lot there. Well, that's kind of like that. We, we all, all did. did. <laughs> we all did. There was like a hard like year of like shit. <laughs> At least for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that led you to, and we are going to talk about your your granola hunter now because you've got, <laughs> and I make fun of it, but I, in my opinion, I think it's a very well rounded, well built Tacoma. Yeah. You know, as as funny as much as we fun of, as I make of the fact that it has drum brakes, and for <laughs> yeah. those of you who don't know, so here's the thing. <laughs> I'm a Toyota guy. I love Toyotas only because they're just retarded, reliable. Rock they solid. Just, yeah, they, yeah, they are. They just work. And I was at that turning point that I'm like, okay, I need a pickup. It's not even a pickup. It's got like a John Deere Gator bed on the back of it. <laughs> you can't haul a fucking thing. Yeah. But I just went back to my roots to where I was like, I, okay, I'm building a family, buying a house, doing all this shit. The last thing I have like time for is to work on something 
but I will equally make fun of every Toyota owner. <laughs> I, Tacomas are really a a pile of shit, like in the grand scheme of things. Like if, if anybody hasn't met me, I'll give you a quick speech. I think all vehicles suck. Like I, I really don't. I, I really don't like any of them. We I, had an episode called "Pick Your Junk." Yeah, and it was basically it's because we could we did we weren't cussing at that point because it was "Pick Your Shit." Yeah, it was, it's basically me and Ash for talking like every vehicle sucks. You yeah, just gotta just, pick where you want to suck. Yeah, pick your suck. Like, yeah. yeah. So before you get on your speech of Tacoma, like, like you're not gonna hurt my feelings. Well, so me and Ash, as we obviously we've all known each other a long time, but. uh Every single Tacoma meme, especially if it involves rear drum brakes, I always forward Ash. And every time there's a meme about seven threes and all that displacement and no horsepower, he sends it to me. And I take it. Engineering Marvel. And I smile. And I'm just like, because I can't help. But whenever it happens, I just, it makes me laugh. And I'm sure everybody time, every 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 non seven three guy, or even even every seven three one, they see something about seven three like being quote unquote fast. Yeah. Or like I always laugh like first. A so high first. horsepower seven three. <laughs> yeah. Even in the even in the seven three Facebook groups I'm in, like th- there are some very knowledgeable people out there. There are some people that have built a seven three as far as it's gonna go in yeah. that group. Like yeah. don't get me wrong. But whenever people chime in, they're like, I just want to make, you know, a solid five hundred. There's the guys in there that, that have like windowed blocks trying to make four digits on seven. He's like, first <laughs> off, listen here, motherfucker. Five hundred on that thing is basically like trying to make eighteen hundred and five nine. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. And <laughs> I'm, I'm a seven three specialist. Okay? Like, when five hundred horsepower is like a feat. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, maybe you should rethink your platform. Like I get it. Everybody loves seven three, loves legendary this, legendary that. But like, let's just be honest about what they're good for. Yeah. Get them to like three fifty, yeah. maybe four. Yeah. And just let them run. Yep. Stop <laughs> trying to win races. Yeah. And just Can enjoy. You <laughs> you're not. <laughs> you're not. <laughs> just enjoy the fact that's gonna run. Yeah. <laughs> this is the part of the diesel industry that I. I'm sorry. I'm going to offend people. Be offended. Do it. I got to get more beer. <laughs> okay. I offended the shit out of GM 1500 owners. <laughs> they right. ate me. Your diesel pickup is not fast. It was never intended to be fast. It's 10,000 pounds and it's a pile of shit. Like you're never <laughs> going to make it fast. If you want to build something fast, then start with something that's intended to be fast. Why don't you just use your truck for what it was intended for? You know, that's that's how I feel about the diesel industry as a whole. Yeah, which is a little bit of a, uh, you know, because <laughs> because I'm in the industry. Yeah, but oh, we, yeah, uh, we all are. <laughs> you know, we're, I've all, been, we're all these idiots. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just like the granola Tacoma guy that pisses you off is yeah. the same to me of like every single diesel owner. Other than like the seventy year old man that I'm like, hey, that guy's like, he bought his truck, he's using it. Yeah. Good for him. <laughs> he's the only one using it. Yeah. <laughs> All of us assholes are not even. <laughs> well, I guess I could say I'm using mine, but well, those uh, those guys make me smile, and the and like the the guy who puts the properly sized set of compounds on his tow rig and just uses it to move weight, yeah. and he's not like, I make this horsepower. Like, no, nah, man, like I. I, this truck does what it does really well. Yeah. I know it's not a race truck. Yeah. It happens to be quick. It, Whatever. The the one thing I do love, though, about diesel... It happens diesel, to be much less reliable than the stock truck as well. Yeah. But the thing I do love about diesel is 
the fact that there is so much horsepower that is just kind of hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, if you think about it, like, the progression of tuning on diesel trucks is pretty freaking phenomenal. Like, well, I, especially when you compare that to, like, gas engine stuff. It's oh, just yeah. like, oh, I can get 15 horsepower for $400? Yeah. Where I can spend $600 and get 300 What? <laughs> <laughs> like, you're telling me that's in there? It always, yeah. always goes back to the 6.4. Yeah. You oh, can, the 6.4 you is can just so... literally beep, bop, boop, 325 wheel yeah. horsepower. Yeah, it's Ford, called the Warhammer tune. Yeah, they got some, they got some <laughs> records. They got the... You know, the largest displacement, lowest horsepower engine that's probably ever been created by man. And then they've got the 6.4, which yeah, is a, it's like top kind 10. of a... I'd say it's top 10. Top 10. Well, yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> Seven, 7.3 liters and 100 and what? How many horsepower to the wheels? Well, to, uh, are we talking well, to the wheels? Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> yes, it's, it. it's, yeah. it's pretty bad. That's what I'm getting at, though. How do, how do, how do 7.3 owners buy this thing? And then have the audacity to think that it's actually powerful. It's reliability. We got oil pressure. It's it's <laughs> there's the, uh, electricity. <laughs> well, here's the thing, and I'll tell you this because this, this is what you know. Aside from coming from a Ford family, the when I first started looking into diesel pickups, I was I was not immersed in the diesel industry. I just knew that at that point in my life, what I was doing for work. I needed something that moved weight better than a half ton pickup. Yeah. And yeah. so I immediately, there's two things I did. One, I do not want to smog a diesel in California. Okay. Two, what's the biggest fucking engine I can get? Imagine, yeah. just sidetrack here. Imagine yeah. being so, what's the right word for it? Unfortunate to be not only born in a Ford family, but to be born in California. <laughs> It was hard, man. Was like, you, you got those odds against you starting off. Yeah. <laughs> Thus Go is on. born the yeah. 7-3 owner. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah. Anyways. I can tell you, if Chevy put a 7.4 liter diesel in one of their trucks, that was pre I would have fucking bought it. Yeah. I would have bought it. <laughs> At that point, all I do is bigger is better. This number's give, bigger than this one. Yeah, give me the I cubes. I like that one. Give me the cubes, baby. <laughs> yeah. it's like, and I am still a, you know, I am, even though I am a, a 7.3 person, even outside of that, I'm still very much a, you know, there is no replacement for displacement. I, yeah. I, there are places for smaller engines. I don't, you know, there, there are times where a smaller engine is better suited. But when all, all things on the table equal... I'd say ninety eight percent of the time, I'm like give me the bigger engine. Yeah, I want, I want a bigger engine. That's it. Yeah, it just works better for me. Yeah, I feel better about myself. <laughs> hey, I feel better as about as my as my the the, the Sasquatch situation. Well, I can tell you what, you ain't gonna freaking find a Sasquatch with that freaking racket <laughs> going through the woods. Well, it's so <laughs> loud, it, it cancels out everything else. <laughs> Is that what happens? Yeah, yeah. I don't smoothly like a box yeah. of rocks. <laughs> That's where my hate towards most Ford products came from is rewind a little bit where uh, my family owned a diesel or I didn't get to that part. My dad owned his own diesel repair facility, uh, Monroe Diesel Service for many years and primarily specialized in, in heavy duty diesel pickup or sorry, truck um, and heavy equipment, primarily truck. But he would always be working on and that was just the era just like seven three IDI or six nine or just just piles of shit, and he just hated them to oh, the yeah. point to no end. And I, I never, I just always remember him cussing and yelling about them. And then we move forward 
like 10 years and my uncle ended up hiring my dad to work as under Westway construction uh, to be the kind of the shop manager and do all lead mechanic work for the, the construction company. So dad sold off his business, hops over, we move over to this side of the state and dad gets in and just like a couple weeks prior to that, my uncle bought a whole new fleet of brand new Ford diesels. And they were all like seven three IDI trucks, like a fucking fleet of them. Just a whole bunch of heavy TTB pieces of shit. Just piled like most Powerless, of them. Like, just... And I get it because like they were the most affordable truck at the time. It's like the the white Ford Ranger that's every service vehicle for yeah. every auto parts store. That was like he Uncle got a good deal to buy like all these piles of shit off the lot at once. And that's where my uh my hatred towards <laughs> those pickups came from. So yeah, that's where one. Of, I think probably one of the third or fourth things I ever heard Ashford say was, "I don't speak Filmoco." Yeah, well, that's and true. I was like, "Oh, I do." <laughs> yeah. So okay. <laughs> yeah. So for the the off road guys on here, I know we just talked a whole bunch of shit about Tacomas and Power Strokes, but tell us about your Tacoma because I think, uh, truthfully, drone brakes aside. I do think it's a pretty rad truck. I think you've done a lot of cool stuff to it because you're, you're one of those guys that tends to... Uh, you keep it classy. You, you keep, keep it, it classy. You keep it classy, <laughs> but you also... you it, Everything has a purpose, like making sure that things are wired correctly. There's switches in certain places. I know I'm going to be standing here every time when I do this, so I'm going to make sure I'm putting an outlet here or a switch here or something like that. Yeah. So, so tell me a little bit about that. Unfortunately, like every single Tacoma on the on the road, they all look exactly the same. How many morale patches do you have? Morale patches? Or like, like my whole headboard is just yeah. full of them. <laughs> like okay. all the places just, I've visited, yeah. I put up there. Okay, just checking. Yeah. Um, I don't have any. Okay, good. Okay. So I think I remember that. I think the first time I got in your truck, I looked up. I was like, oh, thank God. It's <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> I didn't think you would, but I was like, oh, no. <laughs> my goal was to, uh, well, jumped over to the off-road side here, off-road power products. So it naturally kind of fit to, to go with that. And I, at the time, had a small family, uh, just two kids. So I still have just two kids and a wife, but a couple dogs. So I'm kind of on, on the horizon next is to get the next bigger gas pickup, but uh jumped into a Tacoma mostly because I just wanted to get jump you know again what I said previously jump back into something reliable I wanted something small because we do go camp and explore in the woods a ton and everything I went through in a full size just got redneck pinstriping on everything I'd get it stuck in the woods and it was just kind of a pain in the ass so um kind of just went back to what I knew but I wanted to do it as far as a build they're all cookie cutter of, of one another but um at least do it as you mentioned utilitarian to where everything had a purpose i didn't put anything on it that didn't need to be on it and i'm not exactly done with the pickup yet i just got kind of like stage one done is my plan was my plan but very utilitarian i needed it to do exactly what i wanted it to do so i didn't really put you know the typical toyota off-rotary overlander where you just keep bolting shit on until the vehicle's too heavy to get out of the driveway and you don't regear it you talk about how slow they are yeah so it's got a bunch of really really high-end top tier parts on it but it's a real sleeper so it's um first thing i did as far as stage one was mostly drivetrain so it's got an e-locker in the rear 
It's got 529 gears. I'm running method race wheels, bead grip wheels, because I wanted a bead lock, but I didn't want the typical bead lock, bead lock where I had to deal with things. Mm -hmm. 35 inch tire, which is a pretty difficult thing to do on a Tacoma because of clearance. So I've tried to make it look as factory as possible without having to butcher up the fenders. But uh, 35 inch tire, 529 gears, lockers, and then it's got a pretty high end set of Elka two and a half inch coilovers in the front with remote resis, dual speed control, Deaver rear springs, kind of like the same build as what I did on Mjolnir, the, the single cab ram that we we're talking about. But uh, yeah, just a kind of a full list of all the things that I would need when I was out in the woods. It needed to ride good. It needed to be dependable. Um, it still needs to be a daily driver, so it's got to get good fuel mileage. But I also haul dirt bikes and the family around, so I need the bed to be able to be usable. Um, what else it's got? It's got onboard air. It's got a bunch of electronics and whatnot under the hood and inside the cab for communication gear. Just kind of like the the low-key bug-out truck, if you will. Like, it's just something stupid, reliable. It does everything. It doesn't do anything good. It just does everything. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, that's been driving it for a couple of years now. Yeah. I will say, every time I pull in the parking lot and I see it, I'm like, it's a good-looking Tacoma. Like, it's, it's, it's definitely, like, I see the differences in it because just there are so many damn Tacomas rolling around. And it's one of those things where, like, if you're in... If you're not in tune with automotive stuff or how, like, if trucks a lot and you see, like, oh, Tacoma's a Tacoma, it's Tacoma, it's Tacoma, it's sand, it's gray, it's Tacoma, it's black, then you probably won't notice it. But if you're, like, I don't want to say most Tacoma owners, because I feel like most Tacoma owners just open the catalog and, like, just Well, they'll just go to Les Schwab and just grab, like, oh, yeah. you, what kind of wheels you guys got? That's awesome, cool, let's do them. You know, and it's just, you know, like, either put, like, too big of a wheel and then they've got a you know MT on there where the things never even seen dirt road before. But like yeah. yours, like just looks proportional, and you could tell like a like if you put your Tacoma next to like one that was you know like the average Joe's, you're like okay, that one actually goes off road and yeah. actually works. But this one, <laughs> I think of it, it's it's kind of like the the sleeperness, if you will, of of the Warthog. Whereas when you look at the Warthog, we we had a, a 15 LML that had a lot of really slick shit done to it if you don't know we have videos on it go check out our webpage and all yeah. our, our videos on it and whatnot we like hardly talk about that truck i know because it's, it's so badass but it never gets talked about it's so under the radar was, yeah um and it's one of those trucks where if you look at it by itself and you don't know what you're looking at even even to most trained eyes if you didn't know what you're looking at oh it's a silverado it's on some big tires that's cool yeah. and then but if you were to take that truck and put it next to a stock truck and then next to another silverado that's how they normally fit 40s on a truck yeah. and you put the warthog in the middle like wait a second here how the fuck does that even exist yeah. how does that happen that was the exact goal going into it was to try to make it look i mean uh, it, you heard me say it before they all look exactly the same i mean there's i bought a cement gray tacoma when it first came out with that color code because i thought it was like the coolest color ever. i, I love that color like I purposely went to the lot and requested, that's exactly what I want. I wanted these features, but I have to have this color. It has to be a crew cab. And now they're everywhere. Well, like, it is literally. a cool color. Like, I'm not going to say it. Like, as far as colors go, I know sometimes they get played out. Like when, when the, the blue JKs came out, everybody was like, got to have the blue JK. I have the blue. When I first saw it, I was like, oh, that's kind of a cool blue. And you see it everywhere. And you're like, that's kind of gay now. But <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those things you don't you don't really notice it. 
until you have one and then all i see is cement gray tacomas like <laughs> everywhere yeah yeah i will give it to toyota they got the best colors in the game right now i feel like they do got like, like the, the colors that they're coming out with like the army greens and the the mm-hmm. blues they're all like that flat color or the sand yeah uh, i forget what the actual name for it is but they got some pretty cool colors, but I think they're embracing their fans, their fan base. They're like, our fan base does not want a you know red pearl or red sparkly truck. Huh. They yeah. you know that's for the they're GM probably trucks. like they just graduated out of a Subaru and they're looking for a pickup. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and, and you got to make sure there's enough cigarette for for the vape pens. And, yeah, and so they can tell robots they get blowjobs. Yeah, charge them. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't think so. I don't know. Do they just use cigarette lighters? I, I assume so. I'm sure there's an adapter you plug yeah. in. I don't know. Maybe they're USB charged <laughs> yeah. or a solar panel because they're green. Yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I like to use photosynthesis to charge my stick to inhale synthetic smoke. Yeah, that makes sense. It's just basically, <laughs> it's like sucking on robot dick. Yeah, that's how you let them know. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of dicks, we call them douche flutes. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I saw an Instagram video today of so I don't know if this is true or not, uh-huh. but they were like cleaning the inside of a, a car that uh, where someone like vaped in it all the time. Dude, I'm not gonna lie to you; they're cleaning the windshield, like the window off. It looked like jizz. <laughs> like it literally was like this slime shit that they peel. Pe- like it was yeah, like, like a, a razor lot of blade. Experience with that or what? No, I just saw. Like I said, I just saw that the. I know what jizz looks like. <laughs> I mean, obviously. <laughs> I mean, You've seen it up close. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, <laughs> at least from an arm length. Yeah, like from you know, then you, yeah. I mean, at least five, six inches away. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, no, that's that shit. Well, that's that spiraled. Uh, but yeah, so I was cleaning it. It went off in my hand. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, don't do that in your car is more uh, <laughs> and what he means is uh, uh, you know producing jizz or vaping in your car yeah 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 sure uh, sure I don't even know anymore <laughs> I didn't think it was gonna go that way but whatever cheers yeah, cheers, <laughs> cheers. Okay. so uh, on, on the was I, uh, yeah I was saying that that was that was kind of the goal with the truck was just to make it look stock appearing uh-huh. But you wouldn't really notice what was done to it unless if you got up close. Like the the onboard air systems all hid in the bedside pockets. It's got uh, the whole suite of electronics that I've done to it are all ran through like the factory f- wiring loom, and everything's hidden. The suspension and everything like it's running a thirty five inch tire with no more than two and a half inches of lift. So it's the same height as just about every other Tacoma with a basic leveling kit out there. And unfortunately, that's the case with most Tacomas or most of those vehicles in the first place. You can pretty much say all of them, including diesels. Is most of them are just a fancy wheel and tire and a leveling kit that was 120 bucks. So mm-hmm. my goal was to do make it look similar, so I didn't you know make it look like a sore thumb, but just do it right. Mm-hmm. So well, it makes sense because I'm sure that there are other Tacoma guys that like walk by yours in a parking lot and be like. I want to do that. And it's like, if you were able to talk to him, like, oh, dude, yeah, you can manage to fit a 35. And yeah, yeah, I just want to do that. And I could see you just right out, like, in my face, like, no, you don't, man. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you, don't. <laughs> you, you don't want to do that. I can tell you don't. <laughs> yeah, a lot of work there to to make that tire work. But 
I'm not too thrilled about the truck. At the end of the day, it's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Put a whole bunch of time in this actually, truck. I actually, actually fucking hate it. It uh, sucks. <laughs> I don't think there's a it truck. It doesn't even make me happy. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All I can imagine is like, you know, the, the, the meme of like the, the grandpa that's on a roller coaster. <laughs> that fought through world war ii and he's on a roller coaster and he's just like pissed yeah yeah that's me that's just true. about like every vehicle I'm just... just another oh, piece yeah. of shit yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I guess let me put it this way once once you ride a motorcycle you just can't look at vehicles the same anymore like i truly it's i true. truly believe that the whole saying of four wheels move the body and two wheels move the soul I'm, I'm fucking I'm deep. That's I'm deep. full on board with that. Yeah. Every time I drive any pickup, I'm like, it's just, it just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. So, I mean, it does cool things. I, I, it's, it's Tacoma. <laughs> <laughs> I felt the same thing about Mjolnir too. And I'm pretty sure you could put me in any truck and I'd have that feeling, but they're pretty disappointing. So if you need parts for your off-road pickup, make sure and check out offroadpowerparts.com. You're going to want to talk to Ash West. He is the most enthusiastic person about off-roading that you'll ever talk to. Uh, he is thrilled, capital T, thrilled yeah. if to talk want, to you. If you want, like, blunt honesty, <laughs> just go ahead and give me a call. Like, listen, man, we got, yeah, I spent three hours with you on this list. It's a great list. You got great parts. You'll fucking hate it. Yeah. <laughs> You're Still gonna, a piece of shit, bro. For the uh, for the amount that we're talking about spending here, you could you could buy a 2023 KTM and a trailer. And I'll tell you what, right now, they'll, they'll get your dick harder than any of this right now. They really will. <laughs> no joke. Yeah. You've ridden a door back before? Perfect. This yeah. is exactly what you need. <laughs> you might die, or you'll see the light. Yeah. <laughs> Like well. somehow off-road power products has started just really just assisting with the sales of dirt bikes locally. I don't know what the fuck's going on here. <laughs> I called in to spend $35,000 on my truck and he talked me into a trailer and a dirt bike and I've yeah. never been happier. <laughs> it's not even street legal. I can't even drive it to work. I get into my truck every morning. I just want to blow my brains out. All I can think about is I get off work and go rip wheelies. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. I know well, a little bit about that. Any more insight? Yeah. I could give you all the insight you want, man. Maybe it's, I've been doing this for so long that, like, I'm young. I'm 32. Years, I think I'm 32. I mean, you're the same age. Yeah. So just, I've been doing it. You know I'll what keep I'm track getting, for you. You're 32. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm getting at. You've been doing oh, yeah. it so long where, like, somebody, like, comes up to you with their badass and they're like, you know, they're 18, 20 year old yeah. kid and they were who you were like super yeah. excited. Like, look, right. I got this tutor. And you're like, yeah, cool dude. Yeah. No, <laughs> right? I, I, no, I, I'm a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Maybe I just been around the block too many times where I'm like, eh, no, I'm, yeah, yeah. It, it, it takes a, it definitely takes a lot more to impress me. And it's usually the little things that impress me now and not like oh, the totally. big build. Like Ten. when I can yep, yep, see yep. a truck that's built and it's like cleanly done and it, you know, it's got cool stuff on it, but it's, it's all done right and clean and nice like that. That's kind of the kind of shit that really gets me going. I think that's where all of us are now. I think that's one yeah. of the reasons why I do like your truck. And that's one of the things I'm trying to do like with the excursion. I know I'm not trying to make some super badass custom vehicle, but like there are yeah. lots of little things that I want to accomplish on there yeah. to make it like cooler. Yeah. And more useful. And I think that's what you're going to be end up doing on your truck too. Yeah. 
And, See, and I love that shit. Like, if you make your truck, I'm gonna go on another tangent. Do it. That's what we do the entire Just time. Three, two, one. <laughs> There's like, yeah, ninety percent of the builds out there have absolutely no purpose to the build. Like, I don't even know yeah. what, what are you putting your money into? Why are you putting those dumbass weird tires on there? And it's like, I love vehicles. That's what does get me excited about vehicles. Just like you mentioned, yeah. rewind a little bit here. I totally dig when people do things right. And it's for a purpose. Like when you meet somebody and it's like, you see them done, you know, they did these couple modifications to your truck and you don't quite understand it. And they're intelligent enough to explain why they did it because, yeah. Hey, I use, I use this to do, you know, I'm a, a pipeline welder and i built this deck because this assists me be more efficient at my job and i'm like wow that's really cool you can learn different you know they've modified this to do this and this has been done to do this that's really cool to me but the you know run of the mill you did all these performance mods for instagram and 14 inch wide wheels and you look like every other truck on the road it's just don't be that guy i think the only time that's acceptable is when you you play the part on your nose like this is a party truck. This serves it, absolutely the purpose yeah. of this truck is no purpose. Right. The purpose of this truck is to make you hate this truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you play that, then absolutely. Like, all right, that's cool. Like, but don't go on there and tell me that you got twenty fours on your truck and you off road it and still tow with it. It's like yeah. Ah. Well, that that one truck that we did that rate my ride that yeah, uh, Casper's truck. Casper. Yeah. Dude, that like okay again, not a huge fan of his wheel and tire package. I'll say that till the day I die, but. Mm-hmm. For what he did with that truck and what his plan was with that truck, it makes it you know it, it makes sense. He's he's playing to that crowd and he did everything mm-hmm. at least from what we could see really well and it's really clean and really nice. Mm-hmm. So that's like a you know you gotta yeah you always gotta I always, again now it's instead of like when we were younger it's just like yeah like look at that like that, so that we, painted lower yeah. valance under the bumper he's got the painted piece on the, the rear bumper there that nice the 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 blue accents he's got everywhere it's just a clean ass truck and the stack, the stack the on it. that is like, exactly what i hate I, I i know but you have to respect i don't the <laughs> the the amount of detail that he did going into um like that stack i mean that that shit probably cost him a fucking arm and a leg to get that thing done and if that's the if that's the the whole goal with the truck was to make this truck he did it the best way possible and one of the things is, is the so we did our rate my rig all right and we had three categories you guys should have me on there <laughs> it'll be great <laughs> y'all get zeros yeah. this truck i guarantee that last truck that had like three and a quarter on it was it yeah. uh honey badger's truck yeah ashley was like dude solid tens yeah all, all the, across the board weather yeah. tech formats 10 10 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 but that the picture because we did three categories basically the the overall truck the uh, mod okay. list, and then the picture. Because you can have an absolutely stupid truck, but if it's a cool picture, it's a cool picture. Like, don't get me wrong. But just so you know, that truck has like 400 and some thousand miles on it, and it's engine's bone stock. That's why it has 400,000 miles on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 320. 320,000 miles It'll on. get 400. Yeah. Oh, just I'm sure. Along. But yeah. the one of the things that we, we were definitely digging about that Casper truck is the, the quality, the photo... Like, take away the fact that whether you don't like the wheels sticking out all the way and all this other, like, fancy, yeah. Is that the white truck? Yeah. Yeah. Is that the name, Casper? It's Casper truck, yeah. I got it. And, uh, but the, with 
you know, the colors on the wall in the background, the quality of the photo. Yeah. Well, just the, like the just detail how much again, the those valances he painted, like the, just the, yeah. I mean, you could even look in his fender wells, like his fender wells are like freaking, they look brand new. It just well, looks clean. He went out of his way to paint them white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, he, he, he took that extra, that extra, that extra step there. And I, again, I I would never own a truck that, you know, that thing would look like like absolute shit. Like there would be no paint if, if that truck got used for what I use a truck for. So it's all situational dependent. I mean, I get it. It's a show truck, but something like that used for how I would use a truck. There would be no paint on the bedside or front fenders in like oh, a yeah. week from just driving gravel roads. <laughs> yeah. yeah, his rockers would just be absolutely just trashed. But, but uh, that, and believe it or not, uh, that, it, that was like I think that was a third or fourth place truck out of ten for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So trucks like that, I've I've came out with this really fun game because it's always way more offensive when a girl asks a guy. Mm-hmm. But I've got my wife like pretty much trained to where anytime she sees one of those cars that have like the retarded stance. Or trucks that have that, you mm-hmm. know, they're skating. That I'll have her ask them what the purpose of their truck is. Oh fuck! <laughs> Especially coming from oh, oh, it's beautiful. I'm told it. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> and I've got her to where she's like, you know, the stance car. She's what? I'm really ignorant. I'm kind of like new to the car world. What? Why? Why do your tires point like that? And then I, I sit there and I, I laugh in the background, just listening to them explain why they did that. And then she'll ask, so does it make it handle better? <laughs> and Can then you they go corners of, faster? Yeah. yeah. Does it does it perform better? And like suspension wise on pickups, she'll be like, so does it steer better? Or does it like do better off road? And they just fumble through all this shit because it doesn't do anything better. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing that you did to your vehicle that makes it better. Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> At all. That's, that's the best part. <laughs> but it's like I get to sit there in the background and really see their brain work that they're retarded. Yeah. <laughs> or they're, they're going to go and they're going to like, and this is like the best case scenario. Let's play this out like 45 minutes down the road, maybe two days down the road. They're going to oh, sit there. They're, they're going to sit there in their head. Rent free in their head. Rent free in their head. <laughs> some, some pretty young lady. It comes over and just like asking them honestly very basic questions. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. It, you know, it, she's not asking super in-depth questions. No. She's just like, does it work? And <laughs> and they're gonna sit there, you know, two weeks down the line and be like, I fucked my truck up. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> you what's funny about that, but you what's funny about that is most of those people, have you seen that Instagram video where the he's like, What do you what do you do? And the kid's like, I'm a P-I-M-P. Like that's like most of the people that would like uh, I feel like would answer that. Like, yeah, this truck's P I M P, man. Now you, you don't know then now you know. Like, <laughs> well, the, the only the only correct answer is to folks that are doing that is kind of like It's absolutely nothing. Stun. Yeah, pissing yeah. people off. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably respect it if they just said if they yeah. just came out and said like, honestly, I do it because it, it pisses old white folks off. Yeah, yeah. I go through ball joints <laughs> like crazy. I don't care. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Hey, look at this. Hey, you're talking to me, right? Done. It's working, Morgan. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and just and, and the best part is, I guarantee you that guy daily drives like a stock truck yeah. or like his work truck. Is a stock truck yeah. with like three and a quarter on it. Again, like like Honey Badger's truck, just yeah. bone ass stock. Yeah, and that's the one he actually likes driving. He yeah. just takes that one out to his dick off. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So before we close this one up, Ash, what's the next truck on the list? What are you getting next? I feel like we haven't covered Tundra. anything with this this podcast, but uh, that's, that's why we're the best podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
And we just talked for an hour about nothing. Hey, Seinfeld was a great show, Welcome. man. It was literally yeah. a show about nothing. What episode are you guys on? <laughs> Believe it or not, 262. No. No, more, more than that. no, 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 we're less than that. We're like two, this will be probably 240. <laughs> To, to 42. Can you believe uh, we're cracking huh. the 20s and top 20 automotive podcasts? Yeah, not just diesel. Top 20 automotive. <laughs> Shows a lot about the intelligence yeah. of the diesel community. We're just pandering our community. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's the next truck? I don't know. I'm so tied. Like, I, I might even go back to diesel. Like, I'm in this weird... I'd like to hear your guys' opinion. Dude, those Tundras are bad. Yeah, dude, bow, dude. I me... love a Tundra. Okay. I'll talk See, shit about too. my Tundra, but those... Hold, they, do hold that on. So five, me seven. and Tyler actually discuss a lot of things that end up happening on our trucks right now. This is the best form to do it on. Okay. Let, let's hammer so, it out. Let's go. I want both of your guys' opinion. I'm on a budget. I'm not broke. But let's say you got a 50, 60K budget for a pickup, which is a lot. So, I mean, for the average working man, that's a lot of money. Yeah. So, so this is like 50, 60K to, to buy said pickup or to is buy this pickup. pickup plus mods? Let's say just buy pickup. Okay. Which... And today's, I mean, that's like most new pickups are more than that. Half ton stuff, yeah. Yeah. Like so, half ton, or, or at least a year or two old. Right. Yeah. I don't want to own multiple vehicles. I might buy a commuter, just, uh, you know, a pile of shit to get back and forth to work. But I mm -hmm. don't want to own multiple vehicles. I need to haul a family of four plus dogs. I need it to get good fuel efficiency mm -hmm. because I do live in the great state of Idaho and commute to work every day. So I'm doing like 50-ish miles a day. I already have an idea in my head. Yeah, I know, I do too, so I'm curious. But I also would like to pick up a toy hauler. Mm -hmm. So I'm not gonna get a big toy hauler. I'm not going big dick like Tyler over here. Easy there, bud, that's yeah. a small one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking like towing capacity, half ton range would totally do it. I don't, I do 12, not. 12,000 pounds less. Yeah. Like I know exactly I, I, what you're going to say. Yep. I straight up do not need a three quarter or one ton pickup right now. I would like to have a bigger bed because the bed I have right now, it shouldn't even be a bed. Like you can't put, you put your gear bag in the back and it's full. I actually fit four dirt bikes in it the other day though. I'm very 50s? proud of it. <laughs> two, no. two adult, two kids. Okay, yeah. It's impressive. That's, that's very like that impressive. Really impressive. Yeah. That's like handlebars going through frames and sure, shit. Probably didn't, have, didn't have to strap them down, probably. Just kind no, of wedged them in there. Just yeah. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> and, well, I need it to be reliable. I think I already mentioned that. I'm not opposed to diesel because I can get oh. decent fuel efficiency, but I don't want to dip into any, like, my modifications on that vehicle would be no different than what I've done to my current pickup. There'd mm -hmm. be a good suspension system on there for ride, a good looking wheel and tire combo, some accoutrements to accessorize my lifestyle. So having like onboard air and things like that, just to work well with how I drive my vehicle off-road. I don't necessarily need to wheel it. I have motorcycles to go in technical terrain, so it doesn't need to be a Jeep or anything like that, or I need to like go dedicated trail. So I think like a half ton platform pickup would be money. I've known since your second thing. F-150 EcoBoost is what he's saying. Absolutely not. No. No. Really? Not even a little bit. What were you going to say? Wow. I'm going to shock you. Wow. See, I'm going to shock both of you. You need a grocery getter. You need an LM too. Oh, see, 
And I've looked at them. Three zero Duramax. We've talked so much. Yeah, we've talked so no. much shit about them, but yeah. that absolutely but fits it is. your bill, I especially yeah. with, with the, the BDS's new. I almost said Sport Raptor, but then he said the bad. See, well, I've, you I can thought get a Raptor about, with it, okay? Because like a Raptor with an EcoBoost, like you could tow, you could yeah. tow pretty. Uh, dude, I've seen Raptors hauling toy haulers like up at sites and shit. Like mm-hmm. and I know I, they can tow. Truth be told, I'm not opposed to going to a Ford. I've never owned a Ford. I plan to never own a Ford, but. I will give it to them in the last five to ten-ish years. They've made leaps and bounds on their improvements between the diesel platform and 1500 or 150 platform. They're decent trucks now. So I'm not opposed to any of the brands. I'm not, like, brand-specific. It is tough on the Tundra. I like the looks of the new Tundras on 37. Fuel mileage, though, that kills you. But fuel mileage is crap on them. What about the the, the new, what's the, three, six... Twin turbo, yeah. So the I Force, they they mm-hmm. get down. I've driven one. They Dude, that five seven is a nasty bitch. Like I love that 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 V eight is such a good freaking platform. Do you know what kind of mileage Kyle is getting in his? They are shit. Yeah, yeah. but they have power for days, yeah. and they sound they, <laughs> and sound, they sound nasty. Forge internals are never gonna fuck that thing up. Dude, That's I was further. reading an article like Toyota, like in like their race Tundra or whatever the fuck is basically a stock engine and transmission mm-hmm. that they just. Like run the piss out of, yeah. And they like they'll go like multiple races and not even not even touching it. Mm-hmm. They're just that good. Their engine department is pretty incredible for the reliability side of things. Like yeah. they don't they don't. I mean they have yeah. the performance division that they make some really really top tier performance engines. But just for like the standard Tundra One U engines, yeah, they're incredibly reliable. <laughs> yeah, they've got sack. Yeah. Like they freaking get down, but the uh, mileage is mileage. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> garbage. Yeah. And the price point, like yeah. buying a brand new True. Tundra, they're they're way up there. I feel like they're twenty thousand over what they're asking price. Yeah, and that's be. for buying a Tundra that's just at, you know three years old too. Yeah, it's they're just like a Tacoma. Though. I yeah. mean, they just hold their value so well that it makes it it makes it tough. But I don't. Yeah, you're just not getting your money's worth, unfortunately, with the new. The Tundra, I feel like, I truly do believe they're like fifteen, twenty thousand over what they should be sold for. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I, I could see you in a fifteen hundred three liter Duramax with uh, one of the suspension kits. I saw that at BDS's booth at uh, at SEMA. Yeah. yeah, especially for the rear, ton to travel in the rear. I have a friend that has one, and he does the same thing. He pulls a little race trailer with it, and it gets really good mileage. Stock, like, they get fantastic mileage. PP, I know that you said you're probably not going to do like performance parts on there. PPE is making some really, yeah, that water to air in a cooler right there we're going to be doing on Taylor's truck. Cool. Um, they make some really cool parts for it that are actually helping the truck work better. But um, are they better engineered than the stock part? Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, 100%. it's a really nice part. When uh, when we're doing that on December 5th, I'll, have, I'll make sure that you come out and look at the stock one compared to that water air in a cooler. It is literally like they had to redesign every single bracket around it because that thing is so much bigger. Um, And they're they're claiming they're picking up from. Well, if you look on the website, that picture you sent me of the stock one, I put it on the actual product page for it. Yeah, so that's that's the one I actually took at. I have it right here. I took it at SEMA. Um, But the. I'm not going to pull it up right now. You'll see it later. Um, But uh, we talked a lot of shit about those trucks. 100%. Like we we have people comment back, like, how can a diesel podcast talk so much shit? Because we called it a grocery getter. 
And everybody's pissed off. It is. Like, it's a fucking grocery cart. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> God. I you guys have heard They're so sensitive. I know. You've heard me say this for years. Every lifted GM is just a lifted El Camino. I know. I know. <laughs> but yes. we said specifically that particular truck, when I say, I, I think I like nonchalantly be like, yeah, it's a perfect truck for your wife. I mean, it's good groceries. <laughs> like, good groceries and, you know, because like when you compare it to a three quarter ton truck, like it just can't do the same things. It's right. not intended to. It, I know, but people. But the problem is, people, people think it, it yeah. is intended to do that. It's just like eco diesel owners. Yep. Oh, those pieces of shit. Yeah, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I never used it to tow no, no. shit. No, no. It's fortunately, it's like all those though. They're total gateway drug. Like, yeah. They jump into it and then they learn about diesel performance and they start reading things and they get the spiral out of control on forums and this guy says this. And then unfortunately, those people are the same people that are like, they're so hyper sensitive about everything. Like, I heard this guy had an oil pump failure. Yeah. Okay, that's one out of like 15 million. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be okay, bro. Yeah. Just drive the truck. Yeah. That's like that fifteen hundred yeah. crowd is totally like that. Well, I think too. I think I, I think they get uh, oversold even at the dealership. Yeah, um, where where they I remember him taking one of those calls, yeah. the EcoDiesel calls, where the guy was like, "How do I uh, how do I make my frame stronger?" <laughs> <laughs> or so, it was something like that. It was, it was like, yeah. it, 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 how do I, how do I make something stronger? I remember, I, I think it was you. I can't remember for sure. I would have told him to buy a for sale sign. Uh, pretty, yeah. I think it was that was pretty much the gist of it. But it was like, sir, wh why? Yeah, what's your? Why are you trying to make your frame strong? Did you break? It just it? goes like right back to buying a diesel yeah. pickup to go fast. Yeah, it's the same thing. Don't buy a fifteen hundred <laughs> to tow. A pe like Peterbilt weight here. You're not yeah. a Peterbilt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sounds like you need two trucks, my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I think that you would. I think your the kiddos would be happy in the back seat. I think you could find a just the right because GM is pretty good about their trim levels. Yeah. About making sure you can get a a good enough trim level that's like obviously you don't need something that's like super pimped out. Personally. I would. I like pimped out interiors. I, like, I think I, that's like the balance point, though. You get, I'm totally like, mm -hmm. if it was just me and the wife, oh, yeah, I'm leather that bitch out and like heated seats and just everything. But I, my kids are young enough and then having dogs, you just torn up. It just gets messed up. Yeah. There's just no way around it. Like, well, and then you, you're never going to get your, if you had to have some sort of resale value out of that, you're going to get the resale value out of that because it's, you know, you're tearing up the interior and whatnot. But, right. Uh, for me, I, I am I am an amenities whore. Like I, I am definitely polar opposites when it comes to vehicles. Like with the blue truck, I loved the fact that it was bare bones, everything that made me happy. But also like the daily driver, I like the seat warmers. I like all this shit. Oh, Tyra's wife texted it. Hold on, yeah, put her on. You want me to talk to her? Yeah. Tyra's calling his wife. This is why you come for the live action in America's Use Pocket. Oh, yeah, she's turning. She needs to turn the traction control off in, in four high, not four low. So they're talking about Cassie's mom. Hold on. What vehicle is this? A freaking Land Rover? Definitely. I don't yeah, speak uh, freaking British. Hold on. <laughs> what is she in her? A disco now? Um, it's not a disco. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a small, a small. Oh, Land the Rover. Land Rover that looks like an escape. The newer one. Hold on, babe. The Land Rover small. I haven't heard of that one. Yeah. Hmm. Um, she's stuck. It's probably snowing like crazy, crazy out freaking, there. Okay, you yeah. see the 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 little icon that looks like a uh, looks like a car doing a burnout. It says <laughs> off underneath it. This is so good. 
We've all had this call. Okay, so the bottom batch of buttons, okay? The one that looks like he's doing a Bernie with it says off. Hit that button. And sometimes it. you have to... Um, sometimes you got to hold it. Yeah. Sometimes you got to hold it down, like in, like put it in park, hold that button down, and usually Sorry. she's stuck on a hill. Well, well, she's not moving anywhere right now, right? Put in park. Okay, park. Hold the foot on the brake. Press, press that button like, down. Usually, if you here. hold it for like three or four, like three you to five seconds, rubber, but you don't it'll do. <laughs> it'll do like there's some sort of noise. That means not it's doing it. fully in party yeah, it's mode. Like sensitive enough to where it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Okay, what so kind if you hold that down, has, that but... turns your traction control off because what's happening is she's trying to go up the hill and the traction control is taking over. Okay, four, but you're in the right setting. Four high, traction control off, pin it. Yeah. Yes. All right, bye. That's live action, folks. That's live freaking action right now. We just got some snow coming down right now, and the roads are always shit when it has been cold like this, and then it's like rain, and then and then there's always those <laughs> Land Rover people. That are, like, Dude, I, I will say this: this lady, she's uh, Wait, like, was, was that Cass's mom? No, that's uh, her. Her one of her bosses. Oh, okay, but she's like, she bought a brand new Can-Am X3. She's like. Got like forty miles on it. Like she just buys like all this shit. Dude, she's got a Maserati. She's got a she's got a brand new Escalade. She's got a Land Rover. She's like, which buttons does it for higher for low? <laughs> like, golly, snow mode, traction control off, go go. <laughs> she's like, she can't get up her hill. Then, if that can't make it up that with the traction control off, like, send it back. Send yeah. it back. Send it back. Hmm. LM2. M- LM3? LM2. Uh, I think it's LM2. Could be zero. Or I could be wrong. I know it's not LM0. It's a three liter. Three liter LM2. Five. It's LM2. LZ0 is the next one. Yeah. So 20 to 22 is the LM2. LM2. Yeah. Okay. I could I could see you being happy with that. Uh, maybe even, I mean, I know Cooper had one. Um, also, Taylor, our, uh, our CFO. He's got one that we did. Uh, we're doing that on. So I would, he's put some miles on too. So maybe worth talking to him. What was your vote uh, for rig? Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, I say fuck mileage. Go with the touch. <laughs> but um, I think, uh, I mean, if you're trying to stick with, why not the three liter uh, Power Stroke F one fifty? I haven't. Nobody heard talks about, about those things. But I, I drove yeah, that they one. Stop making them. I know. I drove that one, dude. I'm not that... buying something that's not made anymore. That's just recipe. They don't make that anymore? No. Oh, wow. They start, I want to say I like almost one, two years ago. I don't know. I, I, I immediately went. I thought he was going to go to EcoBoost and EcoBoost F-150 just because their, their tow rating is freaking awesome. See, they get I, great mileage. I love the EcoBoost engine. Like yeah. that whole platform, that truck is freaking rad. Mm-hmm. Like truly. Like what's, the, what's the good years like after 2014 or something like that? I was like going to say 13 or 14 or something like that. Like, but yeah, that's, that's probably what I would... Or... Because I mean, you are like off road, so like you're not tied to a diesel, um, and it, I bet you that F one hundred and fifty EcoBoost has a higher tow rating than that three hundred. No, I'm Chevy. fine with gas or diesel. Yeah. I mean, I don't really but, care. But I bet you, and price wise, you could probably find one of those for a lot cheaper than a three hundred Duramax, and then you could put some more cool shit on it. Yeah, and uh, make I, it yours. I think the the mileage unloaded on the new Duramaxes and towing is so much better than you'd find. Sure. Yeah, we're talking like double. Okay, I don't know about double, dude. Cooper was Cooper was t- telling me he was towing his side by side back from California. He was getting about twenty two in it. 
Okay, yeah, that's a truly... light aluminum trailer he was probably using. I understand that. And it's but, a two seater. But also, little... as far as the daily driving, I've got you friends know, that are getting like twenty seven mid mid twenties easy. Oh yeah, I was easy. getting that with my, my with my Eco Diesel. Yeah, I mean but you're not going to get an Eco Boost. But towing between the two, what's going to be the difference between mileage? I I bet you the diesel gets better. You think? Yeah. And I bet you it moves the weight better too. Right. I can't believe I'm actually backing out this fucking grocery grid. I right know, now, I'm but I making am. you. I know you are. <laughs> the, the, the other side of that, if in my opinion, if if, if you're not doing LM2, Gen 1 Raptor. Just fucking do it. 6'2", Six Six two. Two. feed the beast. <laughs> Just feed the beast. But the the bed thing, though, because they, they only made the one bed length, yeah. right? Six foot four. Yeah. Yeah, but you can pick those up. for If your budget's 50, 60, or 40, 50, you could pick those up. Oh, they're easy 20, to 25 yeah. right oh, now. Yeah, yeah. The one we got there that's brand new out there is we I think it was 30. Yeah. And the but. I I honestly love the fact that we have that on our fleet right now. A Gen 1 Raptor. The the only thing I don't like about it is is the fact that we did the 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 suspension on there is uniball. And when you do any sort of sealed joints on that, right, let gonna, me give you the story. It's gonna behind. squeak in like six months. Yeah. Let, me, let me give you the story behind that build, because that's my your baby? Uh, not my baby, but yeah. is that the kit that we had laying around for yes. freaking? Okay, yes. Okay. So the <laughs> yes, reason why that has it on there is because one, I can't sell that kit anymore because it's obsolete. So of course, like any good man would do, you just buy the truck that it fits. <laughs> because you got like two thousand dollars worth of suspension, you buy a thirty thousand dollar truck to use it on. You know, the math works out. <laughs> yeah, Excel really would give you a green check mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, that's this is applicable to anything. You find like a. A spare part for a lower receiver, and then you just end up with a rifle. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> These are the facts. I'm not kidding. Like, this is oh, a wheel for a sense. heavy charger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I spent like three mil. <laughs> but I got that spare. Yeah, but it works. It's, it's built out right. It's got the right suspension kit on it. I did some pretty rad wheels with the. Uh, with the KMCs that I went on it, with the BFG all trains, yeah. So those were really hard to get. Thirty-seven. Those look inch. good. They look proper. Yes, those are TA uh, KO threes in a C load range thirty-seven. Oh, they are proper for a Ford Raptor. You know how hard it is to find a thirty-seven inch tire that is an all terrain. That's the KO three spec tire, Baja spec tire in a load range C. Had to get them from like New York, shift them all the way over, but. That truck's built pretty well. Oh, I like just that. Just for like a... That would... Yeah. That would leave you with some money left over. And yeah, I know we just talked about like getting fuel mileage and whatnot, but that thing's going to get 12 no matter what. Yeah. But it's going to be fun. It makes noises. Makes this nice noises. Those 6.2s, yeah. oh, they fuck. bark, baby. Oh, yeah. That's going back to my... You know, there is no replacement for displacement. You give me... Like between those two, that that is a hard thing. I would be torn between those two. And honestly, looking at that now, if that was my budget and I could buy a relatively new LM2 or buy a Gen 1 Raptor and have extra money left over and buy a cash and not have a payment. I'd go, yeah, I'd go Raptor. I would go Gen 1 Raptor. Yeah, over, a, oh, over yeah. A, an LM2? <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. I mean, way more fun than the whole <laughs> yeah. truck and the yeah. accessory department's going to be easier to... And I got to flog much... the shit out of a Gen 1 Raptor at, at the ORV park when my buddy Mark bought one mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, like, almost every raptor like 70 out. miles out on it yeah. we freaking just took it to the orv park i'm mm-hmm. like here we go Did we we busted the inner fender out of the 
the, like the passenger side front, like it was just beating the shit out of it. Yeah. It then, was great. Like I said, I mean, almost every Raptor is trimmed out pretty well. Yeah. So I mean, you're gonna you're gonna get seat warmers, and chances are, if you find one, they've already had kids and they already had dogs, so it's not like you're putting that first scratch in the rear rear seat, that first scratch on the center console. And, I'm, and uh, keep in mind, I am definitely not trying to talk to you into a 62 Raptor, a general Raptor. I still think that you and your family would be happier with an LM2, but I'm just saying Sasquatch's dick <laughs> would be an LM2. Ashford's well, dick's I'm, in a 62. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've thought about it, and actually, the truck that I was thinking would be an LM2. It, it, it makes sense. Like, yeah. um, it's, yeah. Well, on that bombshell and cliffhanger, <laughs> folks, we will we're come back around. We're sending you LM2 guys just for a freaking roller coaster ride, yeah. aren't we? <laughs> First, we hate you. Now, we love you. It's still on El Camino. It's yeah. just <laughs> still a grocery getter. Yeah. But again, we're just calling it like you see him. Yeah. Being real. Uh, we will have Ashford back on, especially, uh, hopefully, in a sooner time period than between episode three and 235. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of a busy guy right now, so... <laughs> we- Yes, you are. Um, if you need parts for your off-road pickup, uh, I don't mean off-road as in like deleted. I mean like like an off-road vehicle. Ashford, uh, tell us how to get a hold of you for off-road power products. Just email me. That's the best. That way I can get back to you when I can get back to you because right now I'm pretty tapped out. But uh, no, you can give us a call directly on our website. We have all the contact. You can chat, which is me. You can phone call, which is me. You can email and get me. Um, pretty much message us on Facebook is me. Instagram, you'll get me. So uh, just any of those will work. Yeah. Send a letter. Send, yeah, I was going to say. If you do send a letter addressed to Off-Road Power Products, it comes to me. Hey, challenge. Send them a fax. Yeah. Do it. I'm not going to give you any other information. Send them a fax. Side note, fax comes to me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you your faxes. Really? No. <laughs> no, it's kind of exciting. I so, mean, you'll just end up bringing it to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the website is offroadpowerproducts.com, and his email is ash at offroadpowerproducts.com. Yes, sir. Yep, A-S-H at offroadpowerproducts.com. Sounds a lot like dieselpowerproducts.com. Funny how that works yeah. on purpose. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in, and we will see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern, presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.